Okay, good morning traders. Very warm welcome to today's um, pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as you can be for today's trading opportunities. So it's important to do your analysis prior to, um, I suppose, engaging with these markets. Uh, now today is Tuesday the 19th of um, September. Uh, and we've got a very important week as far as central bank monetary policy uh, decision making is concerned so we'll break it down for you as best we can please see our risk warning currently up on the screen of course and as always just be mindful of risks involved in trading these financial markets now all profitable traders they need to consider which markets to trade where do we enter and exit these markets how do we manage risk um, the trade side of things in terms of uh, trade management if the if the market you you're in performs well you know, what decisions do you make consistently to make sure you don't um, you don't give any any profits back as much as mitigating your risk uh, to the downside wherever possible and then trading psychology all important features and just that you know we we address these considerations live every day in our trade rooms and uh, that's important because it gives you a bit of a I suppose a, a comprehensive overview of these elements and how important they are. And we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital uh, and patient as well. Okay, so let's uh, let's have a quick look at this news event. So yesterday there was nothing of any sort of major. Um, impact on these markets as bank holiday in Japan as well. Now, in the early hours, we um, we had the monetary policy meeting minutes from the RBA. Um, we'll have a look at the Aussie dollar in just a second. Um, now, this afternoon, all we have is Canadian dollar inflation. And very much in line with the US. I mean, same similar ge ge geography uh, in terms of North America. Um, we're seeing inflation ever so slightly tick marginally higher. Um, now, there's many that that suggest that this potential uptick is um, is nothing too serious, and, and that overwhelming the figures that are, are coming down the track are overwhelmingly deflationary. Um, we're at this pivot point in a minute where we're just not too sure and um, we just don't know for sure. So it's a difficult, difficult decision to make. Um, okay. Good morning, everyone. Good to have you with us. Um, okay. Sorry, bear with me there one second, guys. Apologies. So, yeah, this inflation story, well, it's going to be really interesting to hear from these central banks um, this uh, uh, this week. And we'll go through them kind of one at a time. Um, apologies there, guys. Bear with me one second.
Um, okay, so so going through these one at a time, um, we've got housing permits as well. Um, nothing of any major concern for the US economy um, in the pipeline, but all eyes have been already beginning to look at um, at the FOMC tomorrow evening. Now that's going to be uh, a bit of a, a bit of a game changer because we've got this inflation story that's ticking higher, uh, with many believing that it's just a uh, a small little blip that actually inflation is still pretty deflationary. Um, now it's a kind of a sizable little blip, and uh, some worry that it's the beginning of a inflation turnaround, and um, that would ultimately be the concern. Um, so we're going to keep our eye on how how hawkish the Fed are going to be, um, because there's a couple of, from a fundamental perspective, there's a couple of um, sort of issues that need to be addressed. Uh, and the first one is, do the central bank, do the, do the Fed, do they think this uptick in inflation is more structural? Or is is this little uptick very very transitory? In actual fact, we don't need to push rates that much higher because um, we don't think inflation is going to uh, going to peak aggressively. Um, so it's whether we have this sort of pause mentality just to see how these markets are going to play out, or whether the Fed themselves are going to actually push this narrative, going to drive. Um, whether they need to induce uh, a recession in the US and, and probably a little bit more globally as well um, to really, I suppose, fundamentally impact inflation to a very significant level where it doesn't raise its ugly head um, again. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very, very important feature for these markets. And if you're wondering about yesterday's indecision, it's very likely to be due to to that sort of quandary um traders and investors are, are not really sure whether they should be buying or selling these uh these equity markets um because the fed could switch the the narrative very very quickly now to a lesser extent we've got similar sort of discussions regarding the smb which are, are planning on on raising rates 25 basis points so the fed um we might see this kind of pause it's just whether it's kind of a hawkish pause or whether it's more of a dovish pause uh, is really the question that we need to work out. The SMB are expected to raise rates 25 basis points and um, same situation for the BOE. So they've got slightly different sort of inflation dynamics with inflation in the UK um, considerably uh, higher. Um, I can't remember the exact inflation rate for the UK. Um, CPI is 7%. So we, we, previously we had um, 6.8 uh, and this is tomorrow morning as well. So it's expected to come in around 7%. Will we see a slight uptick on that like we're seeing across many other economies? Um, it's hard to know. And that's what's really putting pressure on the BOE to, to, to continue to raise rates because inflation is, 
is that much higher. So different central banks have different sort of structural issues to deal with. Uh, the BOJ is another one. Um, expected to hold rates at minus 0.1. We're still in negative territory. If you compare and contrast, you know, these central banks and their decisions, um, you can see where the massive contrast comes from the, from the BOJ um, compared to other central banks. Now, again, there is many, and there's a lot of um, analysis around the BOJ, the fact that with, with inflation, you know, in positive territory, that they may need to start normalizing. And this is that um, yield curve control debate, where that's where this comes in. So we are, we're certainly in, in the yen, um, in terms of yen strength in the not too distant future, but um, we're, we're not making huge progress. The bias is still to the downside, but we're, we're not, even yesterday, we weren't really able to kind of clear clear these lows. So, um, the yen is going to be one to watch uh, this um, this week and certainly towards the end of the week. Okay, so where are we at? So yesterday's indecision didn't really kind of help things at all. Um, we've got this downside bias and that's where we, we would expect further downside here. Um, so the US indices, we've still got this bearish bias for now. Um, and uh, we have the FTSE, it's kind of broken out of this um, descending triangle to the upside um, just towards the end of last week. And since then, we've just kind of bounced off it. So now there's a very sort of clean double top. Okay, we did get a little bit more, but we weren't able to close above um, these previous monthly highs. And uh, now it looks like it's coming back down to these levels. So very range bound. Um, a similar situation uh, in the DAX. We've got a triple top up here. We've got multiple lows down at these lower levels. So this these markets could easily take strong turns to the downside, but you can see the sort of the nature of the price action is very much consolidative in in technical terms. Uh, Bitcoin, very similar type of situation. So a lot of these markets um, are kind of in this little consolidated phase um, with potential market turns in the pipeline, something, things that are really worth keeping an eye out for. Um, however, our bias is still very much to the downside for these equity markets, and that must be um, and Again, with these trades, like we're, we're in the S&P to the downside, we're, we're just quite comfortable to just be sitting in this trade. Um, our bias is very much to the downside. We weren't able to get into these buy trades there on Thursday um, before the late day move we saw on Friday completely reversing, and this is now bearish engulfing candlestick. And we're now more eager and more interested in getting into that downside move. Um, but at the same time, no, it's going to take a little bit of time. 
So commodities, um, oil, we're still in the oil to the upside. It's not really done an awful lot, I'm afraid. Um, but uh, we're, we're, we look like we're sort of edging higher again. We're just, in the last 20 minutes, we were kind of up at these highs again, 91, 21. Let's see if we get further upside moves or not. Should get further upside really with the um, supply and demand side dynamic for that. Okay, so gold, gold's one we're going to keep a close eye on. Um, we've kind of got a more medium term. Um, yeah, there's a more medium term upside for gold, but certainly short term has every potential to continue lower, especially if we get a slightly stronger stronger dollar and this could be a decent euro dollar to the downside we've had a little pullback into previous support now there's a structural failure trade to the downside and um, there's a sell trade here in in the euro dollar um below the 106.75 we'll have a look at the euro dollar that looks like it's setting up we'll be able to get into that pretty shortly and we know with these central banks, we're looking to sort of get into these trades and, and try and ride them for a prolonged period if we possibly can. Um, the yen looks like it's it's continuing to, to weaken again. So running into strong support down at these levels, we do have some dollar weakness, it seems, today. Not everywhere. In certain places, like the CAD, we've got some some CAD weakness, so the Canadian dollar is stronger than the Aussie, uh, than the US. I mean, the US is showing signs of strength elsewhere, it seems, ever so mild. Euro pound is just in this little sideways pattern. Euro yen. Um, just in a bit of a horrible sideways pattern, really. Nothing nothing going on there we still have a downside bias but really held up it's not really doing an awful lot okay so let's um let's amend our trade plan um, we've still got this um so we've got mild risk off market conditions due to bearish bias um Look at the euro dollar specifically looking to sell below 106.75. Um, oil, we can only really see it ticking higher. A 
but the 91, 91.21, 91.21, we'd expect further upside there for oil. We just change this to four. And that's pretty much our trade plan. So we're, we're, we've got mild risk off. Um, it's going to change this. We do have a bearish bias. Um, So that's really starting. Um, so our market summary is based around mild risk off market conditions as we await central bank monetary, monetary uh, rate decisions. Uh, this week, starting with the FOMC. On Thursday, we have the um, BOE and the Swiss National Bank. And on Friday, we have the BOJ. Um, let's, let's put them in here, FOMC um swiss national bank um bank of england bank of Japan. Okay. so these are the trades we're looking at we're looking at us indice weakness to the downside and we can be selective and we'll spend a bit of time looking at these opportunities uh, also us indice uh, sorry us dollar strength um more broadly strength because we're, we're kind of looking at the uh the pound dollar to the downside which looks like we're going to make further progress but we will be able to look to get into the euro dollar trade it looks like we're close to that 106.75 level so if we break below that we look to get into it and then us oil looking to buy above the 91.21 level which is um yesterday's high okay so we post this into the chat box for you so you can of course take it away uh, my pleasure guys thanks for joining us we're going to switch to our live trade room now so any questions, feel free to post them and we'll, um, we'll wrap it up. In terms of narrative, there is aspects of these narratives which you could extract from, from either side. Um, it, it's kind of has the potential to be whatever narrative you kind of want to focus your attention on. Um, but we have been through periods of indecision over the last couple of weeks. So that's been a bit of feature. We do have these mild risk off conditions at the minute. So we'd be looking for the USD to strengthen, indices to lower, um, bond yields to continue their progress to the upside, which they are sort of threatening. And there's potentially a little bit more downside today. So the, the sticky inflation narrative, we'll see if that prevails or whether that is uh, sort of a little bit of a technical short-term bounce and we'll actually revert back to deflation. Um, that's kind of gonna be a key decision uh and, and discussion point for this week okay so uh any questions feel free to post them guys if not we'll let you go thanks very much for joining us as always uh, we'll be we trade live from 8 a.m for the european open so we want to um see if we can 
capitalize on any good opportunities at that point. And also, we're back again at 12.45 p.m. for uh, the U.S. trading session um, open as well. Um, so if you want to join us, very welcome to do so. Just go to livetrading.com and um, feel free to speak to us there. Many thanks. Take care. Speak to you soon. Bye for now. Yeah. <laughs>